it'll be a mystery. You can't fast forward to the end? It's not like I can go frame by frame. Oh, good. That's fair. Respectfully. Are you recording this whole time? Yeah. Yeah. Because that way we'll reach 30 before we reach 30 on there. Okay. So then we can reset it a couple minutes early. Sounds good. Beauty. So we just have to make sure that we find a good closing point. And then just... Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi. Welcome oh. to Sometimes Javonis Labs. <laughs> crackhead energy today because oh. we just realized an entire episode recorded through my computer audio and not the microphone <sighs> so that'll affect when this episode comes out <laughs> yeah it'll be fine it'll be so, fine cross your fingers that i'm a technological wizard and i can fix that <laughs> manifest that yeah manifest with me journey mm -hmm. is a rap god and a tech god amen kayla <laughs> <laughs> there's the title <laughs> oh my gosh pray to the tech gods that they bestow journey their gifts <laughs> oh um, but you don't care about that no anyways how's it going how you doing hope you're doing well yes hope we've had insanely warm weather this fall ridiculous it's absolutely delightful I'm ridiculous thriving i'm nervous yes but i'm like refusing to acknowledge the fact that it's going to be any colder than usual in the winter time because they're yeah. like oh it's gonna be like minus 50 but i'm like it's minus 50 every year that's true really that's true so yeah I'm denial is that what that's called <laughs> <laughs> i think so maybe I'm i mean now that we're talking about season change that's a Perfect way to intro. We are talking about seasonal affective disorder. Yay. Or sad. Sad. Um, which a lot of people get knocked in the jaw with. Definitely. <laughs> around this 100%. time of year. Which makes sense. The weather's changing. It's cold. It's dark early. Like mm -hmm. More so in the north, I guess. I should I should specify, yeah. right? Um, but it's very common among us northern igloo countries. <laughs> Such as Canada. Is that how you say igloo? Say igloo? It. Do I say it differently? I heard igloo, not igloo. Oh. I didn't <laughs> think that was like a pillow pillow kind of thing. I didn't know that it was either. <laughs> it just sounded weird. Maybe I'm making it up. Maybe. I, okay, anyway. That's fun. Igloo people. I didn't notice. <laughs> Egg. Nice over easy. <clears throat> Okay. <laughs> oh, let's just get into it because this oh, is going to get too weird. this is an intense topic <laughs> and we're just giggling right through it. All right. So, Journey did some fun research. I have like briefly touched on SAD in my um, studies throughout school and nutrition and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but Journey did lots of research to get her bearings on it. So, I'm going to let her take reign of um, what it is. <laughs> symptoms and whatnot yeah. 
And then I'm going to um, follow up with some uh, nutrition advice and lifestyle advice yeah. in regards to how you can help yourself if you are feeling the effects of seasonal depression. Yeah. And it was kind of because we were going to do this episode and I feel like I'm definitely affected by it, but I really wanted to know and understand. So I was like, I'm not sure who's doing the research or like how we're going to do this, but I was like, I need to understand even so I can just bring stuff to this topic. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it's seasonal affective disorder or SAD. It's just a type of depression that's related to changes in the seasons. And it usually begins and ends at about the same time every year. Mm -hmm. It's most common in the fall and winter than it is in the spring and summer. But there is or there are people who are affected in the spring and summer as well as the winter. Mm -hmm. Um, And the key indication of seasonal depression and depression is timing yeah if it's coming within a transitional period that's likely due um to the season changes yeah definitely um that's all for that little picture um so some of like symptoms i guess is like you're feeling listless you're sad you're just like down in the dumps for pretty much every day Um, You've lost interest in activities that you once enjoyed. You have low energy. You're feeling sluggish. Um, You you sleep too much, kind of, or you sleep not enough. Um, You crave carbohydrates, which Max is going to touch on quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, So that can result in overeating and weight gain. You have trouble concentrating. Um, And along with feeling listless, you're also kind of like hopeless, worthless, guilty, just kind of like really negative thoughts. Um, And then, oh, yeah, trigger warning. Um, It's obviously depression and suicide because the next one is having thoughts of not wanting to live. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like a lot of those symptoms aren't specific to seasonal depression, but to depression just as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, Very much so. Yeah. And, um, interestingly, like the causes, no one really knows what cause, like there's not a specific scientific reason. And so they say like your circadian rhythm can kind of influence that because you have a reduced level of sunlight, um, and it disrupts your body's internal clock and leads to feelings of depression, Um, your serotonin levels drop, which again is just the same with regular depression. Um, and the reduced sunlight causes the drop in serotonin. And then it also affects your melatonin levels, um, which again affects your sleep and your mood because if you're not getting enough sleep or you're getting too much sleep, it affects how you feel during your waking hours. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, that's pretty much it. So basically, yeah, it just all kind of relates back to lack of sunlight, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, for the winter. For yeah, for the and, winter. And that's what I, I would say is more common. People f- uh, feel it is winter time. Yeah. Um, anyone who comes up to northern country, um, especially if you live close to the equator for example right yeah if someone who lives near the equator comes up north for school they get hit with the winter because they're used to the sun even um when i went to finland it's not much more north but it's north enough that we only had four and a half hours of sunlight in the month of november my goodness due to 
the geographic location and then also due to um how cloudy it is right because we're so close to the baltic sea there oh wow so it was so cloudy and then so we had four and a half hours of sunlight in the entire country yeah during the month of november wow which let me tell you not i nice. felt that <laughs> i've and that's and that's a big thing especially when you go up to um nordic countries is depression yeah um which then in turn leads to substance abuse um like we said overeating yeah and all the things that make depression worse right because it's hard to pull yourself out of that slump yeah you want to fall back into what's comfortable and what you know or what's um avoidant and numbing and right right whatnot no that makes sense and i found especially with this year um i feel like my sad hit me in the spring and the summer i because i wasn't i noticed that for the summer i was less happy like i Mm. wasn't i didn't enjoy my summer yeah and so i wasn't outside enough i wasn't um like i didn't get to experience the summer i was just inside and working and so my meals were my appetite was weird my sleep patterns were weird i was feeling listless like it was just well your circadian rhythm is still affected even with the summer yeah because we go from no sunlight to nothing but sunlight yeah i mean not quite we're not 24-hour days again yeah but there's substantially more yeah yeah we go like sunsets at like 10 30 11 and rises at 4 a.m yeah right so you still have um you're still going to bed when the sun is up yeah um it makes waking up a lot easier that it does (laughs) but yeah but it makes the days longer which then in turn affects your um circadian rhythm and melatonin levels as well and there's also you want to talk energetically right if we want to tap into like the the spiritual side of things yeah it's too much energy instead of not enough so it's so to speak you're which like then, in the winter you have a deficit of energy and then mm-hmm. in the summer you have mm-hmm. an excess of energy yeah kind of. so in the winter it seems to be more um depression yeah in the summer it's more anxiety okay if that makes sense yeah like with the way people um react to right seasonal affective disorder yeah because you're not getting enough energy which is depressive yeah versus if you're overstimulated you generally tend to be more um anxious just anxious about everything and then and then with you the way you were working you were inside most of the day so busy all summer and when you were talking about um briefing me on this beforehand yeah um you mentioned how you're used to being outside a lot more yeah so it could be withdrawal from what your body was expecting yeah and then didn't receive because normally each summer i try to get a darker tan than my boyfriend who works outside for 10 hours a day in direct sunlight it's an extremely unattainable goal but i like to try um but this year i was like no he's getting skin damage though yeah well Uh, me too Uh, (laughs) but like I didn't even try because normally I would like on my days off I'd like have a cup of coffee and then sit on the deck and drink it but I was waking up after the time that the sun had left my deck and so there wasn't Mm. even any so you're getting no no direct no direct sunlight yeah and so even I should have just like gone for walks or even just moved my body more and just so that I was outside getting some vitamin D. Take your coffee to the park and yeah. the sun at the park. Like, or... I don't necessarily need to sit, like, the decks. My deck's not the only place to get sun in the world. So I could have, like, gone. But I was so tired. 
yeah from doing everything that the thought of even just leaving my house was exhausting yeah and so I didn't get to do any of my fun summer activities like I think I only went on like two hikes this year Mm. and normally I do way more than that yeah and so I don't know if it was just like again it's my first summer working a full-time job so I don't know if it was just like a that's not true that's a lie every summer I've worked what the heck (laughs) I think it was just maybe the type of work and maybe your brain capacity and guaranteed days off yeah yeah you have other things to do so you just don't prioritize it anymore as much as stressful sad summer yeah but I feel like I get like we're busy you have a lot going on life happens right and it kind of felt like i was looking at some sorry to interrupt you no um some social media influencer she was like yeah i don't i didn't get to do any of my fun summer things like i didn't get to go out to the cabin i had zero lake days i didn't get to do anything it didn't feel like a summer yeah and i was like okay i'm not alone in this yeah i was busy yes but i also had a lot more time off this summer than i normally do (laughs) so (laughs) i personally can't relate because i did get to go to the cabin and i spent 14 days on the water right wake surfing yeah and then i did a road trip um to Kelowna, and like through interior bc with a friend yeah and so i got to do those the fun stuff and all before it got smoky for yes. like those two weeks ago yeah smoky. we did have a really mm-hmm. not smoky summer which mm-hmm. is kind of nice and then i did have certain days off because of um uh various appointments um, right and so I, when I was at home healing from said appointments, yeah, I would go and read outside or hang out with my dog yeah. or do things that where I was very much capable of I'm being outside doing. a little bit more. Yeah. Even at work, I would dip out to go outside. I have my <laughs> breaks outside. I would go outside to water the plants or put away the umbrellas and chairs. Yeah, and it's just a nice, because often it's cooler outside than it is in the coffee shop. <laughs> but yeah go fund me for ac well (laughs) honestly yes um but even then i'm curious to see if how i experience any seasonal depression this year because my september was my vacation that was my summer yeah so that's what i looked forward to yeah and so i don't know if it was like self-inflicted like okay i just have to work all summer and then i get this break yeah to kind of you got know. to go outside and it was a little bit less harsh sunlight but still sunlight yeah it was and... still something i got to go on a hike and do fun things and i was touring nova scotia and outside all the time mm-hmm. even though it was windy and cold and cloudy <laughs> but like it was still but you're still getting some some sun outside through. yeah yeah i don't know another oh another thing because it talks about um vitamin d deficiency is a big a, a key player in uh seasonal affective disorder yeah and um sunscreen use can stop absorption of vitamin d okay because you're not absorbing the sun's rays you're reflecting them right and so that's another reason why people can still get seasonal affective disorder in the summer right um is if they're like coated in and i use the most sunscreen i've ever used this summer yeah Mm. i also got way less sunburns so yeah so i mean yeah do you want (laughs) um, melanoma or do you want vitamin d like that's kind of the thing so no so that's the it it is another reason that sunscreen does prevent absorption of the sun's rays right and so if you are struggling 
um, if you can go out without sunscreen for 10 minutes, 10, yeah. 15 minutes, show as much skin as possible, then yeah. go inside and sunscreen up to protect for right. your day. Okay. Make sure you're using a nice healthy sunscreen so you're not putting toxins in your body that you don't need, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but yeah, it, you, you play that balance um, with something such as sunscreen that it's like there are so many benefits and there are so many potential negatives well, yeah, even depending like, on how you're going. Yeah, in Australia, I was learning about this in one of my anthropology classes, is rickets actually coming back because it's caused by vitamin D deficiency. Mm-hmm. And because they have the hole in the ozone layer right above them, they're wearing UV protectant clothing. Yeah. So they're not getting vitamin D. At all. At all. And so rickets is coming back. Mm-hmm. And so it was and it's kind not of just rickets. I mean, it's interesting that rickets is coming back. Yeah. But it's not just rickets, like osteoporosis, chronic pain. Yeah. Those are all things that are affected by vitamin D deficiency. Right. But then it's hard to be like, well, just supplement, right? Because you have to be careful with supplementation because yeah. it is a fat soluble vitamin. Um, over supplementation can lead to toxicity symptoms, yeah. which include like excessive thirst and nausea and headaches and right um diarrhea diarrhea yeah and yeah like tiredness or like Mm, weakness fatigue fatigue yeah yeah Yeah. so those are all things that are symptoms of mild vitamin d toxicity right so if you are looking to supplement um make sure you're not going over the recommended dosage level what is that for you it depends on where in the world you are yeah it depends on how much vitamin d you get that's why a lot of um Mm. I shouldn't say a lot of because I can't list every multivitamin (laughs) company out there. But there are specific multivitamin companies that just do not put vitamin D in them at all. Oh. And you need to add that in on your own. Like just as a safety thing? Because of where you are in the world. Right. There's no baseline vitamin D for everyone, right? Okay, yeah. Because again, someone living in Costa Rica... Is going to need way less than someone living in the Yukon. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's... No, that makes sense. And yeah, before we, um, that's not the right words. Some things that we can kind of do to like mitigate the impact of it is just like light therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, and so my understanding of that was finding an alternative light source that kind of emits the same, like, I want to say like wavelengths as the sun kind of i know my grandma used mm-hmm. to have one she used to turn it on when she's doing her makeup all the time yeah my mom has one of those for the winter as well right while she turns it on while she's in the kitchen uh, okay um yeah it it mimics the the sun's uv rays and like the type of um light that's being um emitted at that point right because different wave light wavelengths um correlate to different parts of the day Okay, right, yeah, and so yeah. that's why a lot of people suggest when first thing you wake up, you mm-hmm. shouldn't look at your phone right away. Yeah, most of us do. Yeah, um, yeah, because alarms and whatnot. But but the uh, waves emitted by your phone correlate to like middle of the afternoon. Oh, okay. So that's what messes with your circadian rhythm. Right, and so that's why you shouldn't go on your phone before bed. Exactly, use any form of technology before bed. Right. Because it messes with the circadian rhythm, which inhibits melatonin um, release. Yep. Because you are staring at this technology that's telling your brain it's the middle of the afternoon. Right. You don't need to go to bed. That's interesting. And so that's where the concept of um, blue light glasses also come in. Mm -hmm. But like, not just like your dinky little amazon blue light glasses like, like legit there are some 
like heavy duty orange lens yeah blue light glasses that if you are having circadian rhythm issues have been proven to help with um blocking the blue light so that you can your mind can prepare for rest right yeah and it was really when i first got my blue light glasses i was working in an office so i was staring at a computer all day Mm -hmm. i noticed a difference immediately yeah no i noticed it It was crazy help with the eye exhaustion yeah definitely Um, that was huge that's why i use it when i'm uh, working at night yeah mostly on my computer sometimes in the middle of the day if i'm staring at my computer doing a lot of work because i do a lot more computer work than i would prefer to be doing yeah (laughs) um I try to balance it out by like, okay, I'm going to read these chapters now. So I'm not just like staring and typing. Yeah. But especially with um, SCS now, right? When you're watching through videos and you're creating stuff on like you're on the computer. And so I was found by that by my fourth year of university, I was needing something else. Definitely. Because it was just too bright and too much. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely was like hurting my eyes and then you get migraines and all fun stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, and then so we can also do like talk therapy, like even just going to therapy is another one. Um, and that helps more so with also general depression. Yeah, and then you can go on antidepressants for it. Um, and then just like supplementing vitamin D. And Michaela has a bunch of nutritional mm-hmm. helpfulness. Yeah, and I am of the mindset of nutrition first. Um, yeah. But if it is so bad talk go to a psychiatrist yeah talk about do something else to um help yourself mediate it yeah because i'm not going to say never take this right that's not right right that's not my decision that's all on you i am of the mindset though nutrition first uh lifestyle changes first and then well even if just getting on an antidepressant just so you can get out of bed and be functional so that you can institute those lifestyle changes and Mm -hmm. like fix your nutrition but you just need that something to help you Mm -hmm. and find what it is a lot of people actually also find a lot of uh benefit with exercise and meditation right because exercise uh releases the endorphins which is yeah happy chemicals serotonin yeah yeah boost your feel good and then meditation is able to um turn inwards which meditation also if you do it right if you know how to like what to do so you're not just sitting there being like oh this is pointless (laughs) because i've been there i've done Mm -hmm. that um following googling like guided meditations uh, on youtube or whatnot right also helps but a lot of that is able to turn inward and have more reflection which is basically what you would be doing in therapy yeah um but you'd be guided by your therapist, counselor, whatever, over just a meditation app and, like, doing it yourself. Yeah, because I think I would find it very difficult um, to get rid of my negative thoughts because it would be very difficult for me in that mindset to calm my mind Mm -hmm. to just... Which I guess is an important reason why you should meditate, Mm -hmm. but... Because it's, like, it's an exercise. It's exercise for your brain. Yeah. Right? And there's a lot of gratitude practice that comes in, and there's a lot of just living in the moment. Yeah. Which I think for you... Yeah. Experience that in the summer, I can find... I would assume... Yeah. That it would be... Meditation would be more um, helpful for the anxious version... Yeah. Rather than the depressed version. Yeah, Yeah, because I feel like it wouldn't be 
too far off to completely turn inwards and completely like Mm -hmm. withdraw from society i find with anxiety more often than not you do need to turn inwards and figure out why am i panicking about this and how can i ground myself yeah where yeah because that depression's like how can i get myself out of bed and so you almost need more stimulation from that aspect yeah um which is actually why a lot of people turn to carbohydrates yeah because they're quick sources of sugar oh definitely and yeah they're quick and easy Mm -hmm. there's also there's also emotional ties to comfort foods so to speak yeah right breads pastas all that is comfort yeah and or if you more people are gluten sensitive than we know Mm -hmm. um some of it is very mild but these sensitivities um gluten acts like opiates in the brain right which is which uh in turn leads to withdrawal symptoms from bread the same way you would withdraw oh. from just about anything else yeah same thing with sugar okay right? like with, you can get withdrawal symptoms from sugar yeah and so that's why a lot of people tend to munch on bread whatever immediately feel relaxed yeah. and then your mood is level and then you crash hard and so you go and eat a giant bowl of pasta then yeah you, it like opiates whatnot pop up you're relaxed you're chilling your blood yeah. sugars back to normal hard crash same thing again So then that just made me think about, um, like, university. Mm -hmm. So SAD, I guess, could also be kind of linked to starting schools, all of those stressors. Or I guess it would be amplified. Well, yeah, yeah. So that would be, that. those are all, like, um, exogenous. Right. uh, Depression, like, those are all things from the outside. Yeah. Rather than, like, an endogenous that is, like, biochemical in your system. Yeah. Um, Trauma, lifestyle factors. Right. different things that can bring yeah. on depressive episodes okay yeah and then yeah you're like a poor university student all you're eating is pasta because all you can afford it keeps you, and you feel full when you eat it mm-hmm. even though it doesn't have a long lasting effect yeah i forget where i was going with that but that was pretty much what but that's why a lot of people tend to turn to carbs right and that's why yeah. we have such a carb heavy um system is because it is cheap and easy and tasty yeah doesn't take a lot to make a, a carb food yeah, taste good. Definitely. And where there are carb is one of the three macronutrients, right? We do need it in our system. Mm-hmm. More often than not, though, in North America as a whole, yeah. we tend to overeat. Like because carbs of, in general or just mm, in general? Car- carbs. Okay. Yeah. Overeat in general too, but yeah. But carbs, we are very carb heavy. Okay. Um Part of the reason being the fact that it is such a comfort food, right? You need heavier foods in the winter if you're talking about seasonal diets. Right. Right? Like, imagine eating a giant bowl of pasta when you're in Mexico, right? You're not going to feel great. No. Yeah, because I feel like you tend towards, like, salads and sandwiches in the summer because they're light Mm -hmm. and, like, cold. And the water is more water content. You're adding more veggies, more fruits. You're not eating as many stews or roasts or potatoes yeah and, da, 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 da. and then in the winter we tend to move towards soups and stews and yeah i guess heavier and if you're in tune warmer. with that yeah. you eat seasonally there is a lot of um validity to it right yeah you want to go back to hunter gatherer phase these yeah. the foods we're eating now are the only foods that were available to us during the season so there are yeah. certain nutrients there are certain vitamins minerals um whatnot <laughs> i'm blanking on what i was gonna say there yeah um that come from these foods during this time 
that help our body prepare for the next season change. Okay. And so another theory of helping um, seasonal depression is following a seasonal diet. Right. Only buying foods that are in season. Yeah. And eating them during those times to help with the transition and help keep you in tune with nature. Because when we're surrounded by so much artificial light and um, concrete jungle and whatnot, it's hard to kind of feel grounded and back in nature. Definitely. Which then in turn leads to a lot of um, deficiencies and things that you're missing in your core to keep a stable level mood. Okay. I'm just going to restart the camera. It just was. Okay, so with that then, I find that usually in like the middle of the winter, I'm like craving fruit. Is that something that I should lean into or how do you kind of, like if you're going to eat seasonally, fruit's not generally in season in the winter. Yeah. But there are some, there are some that are. Okay. So what fruit do you crave? It's usually like, um, like a berry, like a strawberry, raspberry, blackberry. Okay. Or even grapes. Okay. I find. Because I feel, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I would crave those in the wintertime more so than I do in the summer. Okay. Because they're they're not typically in season, um... Like blueberries and stuff are typically more spring, summer and whatnot. But so then the other option for that craving I could see is um, for the antioxidant properties. Okay. Or or the magnesium, um, other vitamin, um, vitamins and whatnot that are in them. Just a different deficiency. Mm -hmm. But antioxidant being because when you're in the winter, you're keeping out fresh air because it's cold. Yeah. Right. And so naturally you have more toxins in your air circulation and whatnot just from yeah not being a, the lack of fresh air and yeah if your house is in the jungle of plants and stuff <laughs> you're not gonna get it so the antioxidant properties from that they are we have made them very much cozy berries right you can mm-hmm. have a nice pie or, or cobbler or whatnot yeah so i guess emotional ties for that reason okay but i would say biggest like certain vitamins that are found in each of those berries right big thing for like raspberries is magnesium which tends to get um deficient in the summer as well okay yeah i was very magnesium deficient this summer but that's because i was working out a lot <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah so like the that one is uh that'd be my okay that makes sense guess for yeah. that because it was just kind of like eat seasonally but i'm like okay but this is what i'm craving so then my body's obviously wanting something from it there was even a, though it's not in season oh no no there was an era last winter that i b- absolutely obsessed yeah with like vanilla greek yogurt yeah with pumpkin seeds and uh raspberries on it oh yeah i was doing a fitness challenge i was working out a lot right both pumpkin seeds and raspberries are high in magnesium okay so interesting and iron and uh, other things right yeah but that was like the biggest thing i'm like oh my muscles are like needing magnesium to like relax right and then the yogurt would there'd be calcium as that as well yeah so you have that calcium magnesium balance oh. in a meal spicy okay yeah but okay. some other fruits that are seasonal to winter and this is talking more so north america wherever you are globally 
you can look up yeah um what fruits come in season or what foods are in season for you yeah um apples are big in season for the winter okay yeah uh granny smith pippin red delicious cranberries dates all sorts of dried fruits yeah um are yeah, there cranberries do feel very there Christmas-y. are grapes grapes are on this list too okay um because i think a lot of grapes i mean when you talk about wine country right in Kelowna, they grow into the winter and that's why i didn't I do, know that that's why we do ice wine too okay that makes sense but they have to be harvested at a perfect temperature otherwise it's not ice wine the more you know the more you know <laughs> <laughs> um kiwi kumquat mandarin orange navel orange pear um pomegranate tangerine watermelon watermelon it feels is a weird. winter fruit it feels weird hey Those oh my god! winter foods that are we can get that are considered in season i'm assuming because like of the growing time though right oh well, i guess but like I don't know we then why do we only have watermelon in the summer because it's so refreshing yeah but like the high water i feel content. like we don't even have access like, I can't go anywhere to buy a watermelon in the middle of winter. Mm-hmm. I know, it's weird. That is really weird. And that could be this book also, like, wherever this author was. Oh, okay. This is one of my um, one of my textbooks from my course. Yeah. So it could be in season of wherever this author is. But, right. Okay. But for vegetables, it does specify um, spinach underneath winter foods, but that's specific to New Zealand right okay it's not specific to us we do not get spinach in the middle of winter here i mean you can but so do you think then that like so australia will be going into their summer as we're heading into our winter yeah would there would that list still kind of be the same would like their winter fruits be our summer fruits it would based on climate and growing season right Right. so some of these things won't be harvested when it's hot yeah i mean hypothetically yeah you could say that but i think a lot of it comes with ground temperature and amount of sunlight and okay the natural life cycle of seeds yeah so i can't say specifically for each fruit i need to do more studying on seasonal eating because i'm (laughs) so intrigued by it i love it definitely no it's very interesting but um for like the winter foods a lot of the vegetables mm-hmm. are things like um broccoli brussels sprouts cabbage cauliflower yeah. um daikon radish garlic ginger all things that we or potato are- onion rutabaga they're all things that we make into casseroles and really warm dishes right yeah, think definitely. about thanksgiving dinner <sighs> so good right so good like one of my favorite thanksgiving casseroles is like a rice and carrot casserole oh interesting i've never had that no it's a it's my great grandma's recipe. Yeah. Um, I don't know how popular it is in Finland now, but we call but it Finnish. It was. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and those are all things that are very warm and very hearty. Yeah. And can be made well into stews and whatnot, which is what our body needs at that time. And so, yeah. And there's also the concept, like That's I said like earlier. Com- they're comfort foods. Comfort foods. And they are coming up at a time when we need their specific vitamins and minerals. Right. And so, I mean, if you're talking about um, the excuse of, you know, back to about being a student and not having a lot of money. Yeah. If you eat seasonally, they are cheaper because it takes less transport. Right. To They're, get them yeah, to you. Accessible. 
So an easy way to start incorporating more um, fresh fruits and veg and whatnot to get th- those minerals and vitamins naturally yeah. would be to start um, directing your diet to a more seasonal diet because it is local you're able to get it for a cheaper price than a shipping cost and that's why you're not paying 12 dollars for an avocado in the middle of winter yeah definitely <laughs> right yeah oh, i'm gonna miss avocados in the winter yeah okay so yeah looking into farms in your area farmers markets right. all of those things would be a really good way to access whole hearty foods which you could then turn into like a a great veggie bolognese sauce for your pasta yeah but you're getting all of those minerals well, which you tend to get deficient of in um depression and whatnot too yeah even just like adding like carrots and broccoli and peas and whatever into your um pasta sauce like i've seen a couple recipes of like moms trying to sneak veggies into their foods yeah whoa their kids food um and so they just like blend up a bunch of veggies basically and just put them in their pasta sauce and then that's just how they get a fully balanced meal yep so sneaky sneaky so sneaky i guess i'll just touch on quickly some of the um main vitamins and whatnot that are associated with or that contribute to um, depression so these are all deficiencies in um, b vitamins specifically niacin pyridoxine uh, b12 and folic acid Vitamin C, zinc, calcium, copper, iron, magnesium, potassium, and manganese. Okay. Um, Omega-3s just support healthy brain function overall. Yeah. And so lack of um, causes your brain to lag and whatnot and therefore depression. Yeah. Um, We've already touched on vitamin D. And then um, excessive copper and lead have also been shown to contribute to depression yeah and this comes more so in if you're in an older house with copper pipes right your water is constantly doing that if you're not filtering it out that's how you would get that access um same thing with lead Lead is just from the earth and groundwater and whatnot and a lot of this we do talk about in the episode with the bad audio um (laughs) so hopefully i can recover that and you can hear more about how like heavy metals affect you and how even um omega-3s affect your brain and all of that yeah um as far as amino acids Mm -hmm. um choline it tends to be um reduced right which inhib or which lessens um the creation of acetylcholine right which is huge in your parasympathetic um, parasympathetic nervous system. <laughs> you try, try that. Again? <laughs> parasympathetic <laughs> nervous system. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> Which is is major in exciting the um, neurons specifically, yes, right? Yeah. So again, if you're depressed, you're not getting that firing. You're not getting that excitatory. Yeah, your neurotransmitters aspect. aren't working. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It also plays a role. Excitocholine um, plays a role in memory, arousal, and attention. Oh yeah, that's where the fogginess and the groggy yep. and sluggish yep listless hopeless check you got it <laughs> yeah <laughs> how many more synonyms can journey have for that <laughs> um l-phenylalanine and l-tyrosine are important for uh, dopamine synthesis and those tend to be depleted right l-tryptophan and 5-htp for serotonin um so everyone who had turkey for thanksgiving you got your trip to fan. you got your trip to fan <laughs> it is huge in turkey which is also what makes you sleepy because serotonin helps you relax 
Oh, okay. So where do you get the L phenyl alanine? <laughs> alanine. <laughs> like, I can't remember a specific food source okay. in this moment, but it. Um, if you're having complete proteins, you will be getting it okay. with that because it is one of the non-essential amino acids. Right. Okay. That so makes sense. as long as you're, if you're eating um, complete proteins, which is most meat sources are mm-hmm. com- complete proteins. But even if you're more of a, a vegan vegetarian diet, you really need to look into your food combining um, okay. of grains in order to get complete proteins. Oh, so, for okay. example, a big one is mixing um, specific beans with rice in okay. order to complement to create a whole, um, which I think is what a lot of people who first start out on vegan vegetarian diets yeah. don't know about and therefore miss. And that's why there's a lot of... Um, immediate weight loss and muscle um depletion because they are missing out on these complete proteins which inhibit absorption right yeah because when i would i would like to do these challenges when i was um in high school and so i'd be like i'm gonna be vegetarian for a week and my mom hated it because i wasn't supplementing a protein Mm-hmm. I was just eating our carbs and our veggies. There was mm-hmm. no proteins in it. Yeah. Because she was like, okay, eat these seeds, eat these beans. I was like, no, those are gross. Yeah. And so then... And like you can get enough adequate proteins on a vegan diet. You just have to know amounts and what to combine yeah. to get it, which is a lot difficult and a lot of people are missing out when they first start these um, diets. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mom's like, you're not allowed to do that anymore. You are not nice. And I'm like... Thank you. <laughs> no, that's also though like why um, some people who do follow a vegetarian diet, for example, yeah, tend to go lacto ovo, okay, because they will get proteins from um, eggs and dairy products as well. Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. But the the key thing to highlight is if you are vegan, mm-hmm. you need to make sure that you know what a complete protein is combined of. Yeah, and there are all sorts of um, lists and whatnot out there that do show like. Mix rice and beans. Mix legumes and right and oats and mix. It's and so then is like tofu to... then considered a complete protein or do you still? I guess it's soy, right? Yeah, I'm can't say for certain in this moment if it is complete, but yeah. it is a popular protein source. Same thing yeah. with tempeh because it is a fermented soy protein product. Okay. And that's the key thing is that it's fermented, so yeah. it's pre-digested. So anything that's, like, negative about soy yeah. um, is minimized, reduced from these I fermentation I hate that process. the term fermented means pre-digested. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. That made me so uncomfy. <laughs> but same thing with sourdough. Sourdough is pre-digested. I know. It's just anything fermented. It's just, like, don't <laughs> you- Yeah, it's pre-digested. I don't want you to mama bird me this food, <laughs> like a cha- like a cow chewing its cud. It's just like, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Sorry, that's just where I went. Yeah, I was like I don't like that term. <laughs> I don't like that at all. That's fair. Yeah. So those are the highlighted um, deficiencies and excesses that I have for micronutrient related. Yeah. Um, the last kind of conversation that I wanted to have was about the daylight savings time because Mm -hmm. there's a big like conversation around it right now and getting rid of it. So in the States, I think they got rid of it. 
Mm-hmm. Or so they're like in a permanent daylight savings time. There are so certain places in Europe that are like Russia doesn't do it. Right. Um, specific provinces in Canada don't do it. Yeah, Saskatchewan and the Yukon, I mm-hmm. found. But like they did a um estimation or something, and it was found that January first, twenty twenty three, if we got rid of daylight savings time, the sun wouldn't rise until ten o'clock in Alberta. Mm-hmm. And so they're like trying to kind of figure out if that's better or worse because a lot of people find that switching times twice a year disrupts sleeping patterns um that's pretty much it um which can then like snowball I guess into other things but they were kind of I'm against it I think that's silly but about I don't like change about about, about changing it or about, about not? making it permanent because oh, okay. I don't, I don't see that the, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I don't see that the benefits of keeping a permanent daylight savings time outweigh the cons. The main reason why Saskatchewan opted for it is so that it doesn't affect the cows. Because it messes with their circadian rhythm. <laughs> you looked at me like I'm a psychopath. Um, no, because then it messes up with their circadian rhythms and their feeding time, which then in turn affected the the meat and the production of all of that. Huh. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> well, yeah, and like in Russia, I, I don't know why Russia didn't do it. I just noticed that they didn't do it. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I found that the reasons were weird. They were just like, yeah, like, it'll be dark for an extra hour in the morning, but that means there'll be less crime at night. But, like, your kids are going to be standing in the dark waiting for the bus, which is also kind of dangerous. But it's okay because less people are going to get robbed at the nighttime. That's weird. Yeah, they're like, it decreases crime because it's lighter longer in the evening. And I'm like... Which I get, but that's also a weird reason to reduce it. Like, crime can happen in the morning because it's still dark in the morning. It's just less likely than the evening. But if crime is your only reason for cutting out daylight savings, and they're like, that's, that's and rush hour, because supposedly the morning rush hour is less dangerous than the evening rush hour, because in the evening rush hour everyone's tired from yeah. work. There's more alcohol in their systems. Um, they're just like antsy to get home, which I get. And like I understand that. So then having it lighter longer, and then they like, they say that it allows for more time in the afternoon to play and shop and because they say that businesses are affected by it being darker earlier Mm -hmm. which i get but then that means shops would have to stay open later which is then depriving their workers of having well they don't have to stay open later. i guess so yeah but i mean it also gives you like if we were able to get off work and there still be an hour of light would you take that it would be really nice but i don't like i like the way that we switch for the season because I don't want it to be dark at 8 o'clock in the summertime. Mm-hmm. I want it to be light at 6. I'm okay if it's dark at 8 o'clock in the summertime or in the wintertime because there's less daylight hours, period. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just wanted to talk about that because I I'm thought indifferent. it was really interesting. <laughs> I'm indifferent when it comes to it. I, again, I've been in places where they just don't do it. I've been in places where they do. It makes minimal difference to me. It, yeah. I mean, once you do the change, it messes me up, which I don't care for. Yeah. Um, but are those couple of days really make it or break on my opinion for this? It's really not. Yeah. No, I just, I didn't understand the reasoning 
of why this was even a conversation that people were having. Like, I didn't see it as an issue. Mm -hmm. So let me know if I'm out to lunch or (laughs) if you agree or, like, if you have a better understanding of why maybe this would change. I tried to do some research, but I couldn't really find any, like, reputable sources. Yeah. For that. Yeah. I think it'd actually be interesting, though, to to do some more, like, of a... Um, what's the word? Macro study? That's not right. Um, what's a what's a low, what large scale study? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh, anyways, on um, the places that already just don't do it. Yeah, because to see if there's any prevalent. Exactly, because that's I feel like that would happen. Yes, there'd be more time in the evening, but it would really mess you up in the summer. I feel like. Who's to say? Uh, yeah right you don't know until you know i don't know and i guess obviously it's not permanent if it's not working we can just switch it back but that's a lot of like back and forth back and forth back and forth yeah which is what they're mad about anyways so i don't know that's my opinion i just wanted to talk about it because i just was baffled interesting Mm -hmm. no but it is an interesting concept though because it does affect your circadian rhythm and yeah so yeah there is a there's definitely an adjustment period but i feel like it doesn't mess me up for the entire season. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Unless your phone... One day, uh, my phone didn't change. <laughs> and so my alarm, luckily, it went off an hour earlier than it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, at my friend's house an hour early. And I was like, hey, like, why aren't you guys ready to go? And they're like, journey, it's 8 o'clock. And I'm like, no, it's 9. And they're like, no journey, it's eight o'clock. And they like show me their phones. And I was like, why didn't mine change? <laughs> so I was just really tired that day. Yeah. But now That's I'm paranoid about that. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. That's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> just like... Yeah. yeah. So I guess before we do our segment, I'm going to leave you guys with some just overarching guidelines um, that help say. reduce mild to moderate depression. Okay, amazing. Um, so first one being get all appropriate all of the appropriate nutrients from whole foods. Yeah. Um, supplement where needed, but whole foods are the most um or preferred source. Yeah. Avoid chemicals and junk food as much as possible, being that they lead to withdrawal symptoms, which can exasperate um, depressive feelings. Um, Rotate foods and avoid reactive slash allergen foods. Allergen for the same purpose of um, withdrawal and inflammation. Um, Allergy, yeah. Inflammation also does um, contribute to depression because it affects both the first and the second brain. Second brain being your brain gut. Brain in your stomach. Brain exactly. in your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, in the form of cytokines. Cytokines can actually block the trypto- tryptophan's conversion to serotonin. Right. Which will then lead to a reduced amount of serotonin in your brain. Because cyto means destroy, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're going through cytokinesis, it's the destruction of your cells. Mm-hmm. And so cytokines are, yeah. are that. Yeah, okay. No, right? makes sense. Um. And 90 to 95% of your serotonin is produced in your gut. So that's kind of a big one. That's so crazy. So inflammation is kind of a big issue um, in regards to 
uh, mental health. Definitely. And even other things like chronic pain and whatnot, it's all from inflammatory foods, yeah. which comes from refined sugars and carbohydrates and infl- um, allergen foods and uh, chemicals. Right. Endocrine, disrupt- endocrine disruptors. Yeah. It's all things like that. So the next point is watch sugar and refined food intake. Same reason. Yep. Minimize alcohol and caffeine intake because both of those are also inflammatory. Definitely. So a lot of people tend to resort to more caffeine in the winter to get up. Right. If you can actually reduce it. Okay. It's better for you. Right. Go to things like herbal teas and um, clean water. Right. As much as possible because the herbal teas will give you some other nutrients. Um, Yeah. Even things like green tea. It has caffeine. It's a different kind of caffeine, though, it's, isn't it? it? It's an anxiolytic, so it actually reduces anxiety oh, as well. Oh, interesting. Because it has a lot of the, um, I believe it's phytonutrients. Okay. That <laughs> Sounds about right. That um, bring it down to, it's an anxiolytic. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, eat adequate amount of proteins is huge yeah. because that gives you all of the precursors, amino acids, to creating those neurotransmitters that are so necessary for happy yes (laughs) to feel happy so up your protein intake reduce your carbohydrate intake and up your um veggie intake to get a bunch of those other micro um minerals and whatnot right consume fresh fruit and veg and nuts and seeds fresh fruits um again have some healthy sugars and whatnot and as well as vitamins minerals yeah nuts and seeds have a lot of the healthy omegas and healthy fats that your brain needs to be happy right and then lastly eat whole grains legumes and sprouts um whole grains are better than refined because you are getting the seed like more so from the ground right it's not as processed there's not as many vitamins and minerals um out of it because of the processing yeah it's time it's holding on to some more nutrients that you do need yeah and then yeah legumes and sprouts sprouting's always also a really good way because it also kind of pre-digests it <laughs> um you don't have to uh break down the outer shell of the seed for example oh, okay or the sprout it's already done yeah but you're just getting all of the concentrated nutrients of it when you wait for a sprout to go to full term, you're losing nutrients because it's taking more time. Yeah. When you have to break down the seed, you're losing nutrients because you have to take time to breaking it down. Right. So sprouting is actually a really um, easy way to get a lot of vitamins and minerals. Interesting. Just adding some sprouts into your salad. Yeah. And I you can to... sprout at home easy enough. Yeah. Too. There yeah, are so many people really that do true. it. And you can have fresh sprouts daily to supplement that. Yeah. Mac makes a beautiful um, <laughs> avocado toast with... What is it, like alfalfa sprouts or something? Mm-hmm. Alfalfa and, rad- and radish. Yeah, it just looks so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, mashed avocado, alfalfa and radish. And then I did pineapple salsa the day you were there. Yeah. But um, another one is, okay, my, my go-to classic is pomegranate seeds. Yeah. Which I recently found out that um, acidic fruits and veg are actually best to help with the absorption of avocado. Really? And so... It's kind of funny that I crave pomegranate seeds with and pineapple with my avocado. Speaking of like predigestion, um, <laughs> when you brought that pineapple salsa over uh, for supper the other night, mm-hmm. um, Spencer was like, oh, what is this? And you're like, it's pineapple. And he's like, oh my gosh, I love it when my fruit eats me back. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, from, that's, like, from, that's from the bromelain. I know, because it like digests or whatever. And I was yeah. like, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> 
We love bromelain. Yay! <laughs> Except if you're allergic to it, but we do love bromelain. It's very good for your health, uh, gut health. <laughs> Get that pre-digestion digestion going. Yeah, and papayas for papain. Yeah. It's really good. Papayas are so gross. No. Oh my gosh. Have uh, you only had papayas in North America though? Probably, because I won't try them anywhere else because they're still yucky. No, you need to try Caribbean papayas. It is stupid good oh my goodness i could maybe try a bite but i they we were, were going just... to the caribbean i'm gonna eat so much papaya and i'm gonna force you to try at Ugh. least one bite of papaya when i would spend time like in the bahamas yeah i loved <laughs> papaya <laughs> i ate it every day it's so good huh and the papain's really good for you so no thank you yeah and that's what we have on seasonal affective disorder which then kind of a lot of the um nutritional uh, advice is relevant for just general depression as well yeah um of course if you are going through chronic or if none of these are helping in full yeah definitely seek talk out to a your professional yeah and what i am giving isn't medical advice it is just um education for yeah. nutritional support yeah um if you are going through this and you do want to start supplementing and whatnot talk to a professional right because there is the risk of toxicity for certain vitamins there is um the risk of if you are on other uh, medications yeah um supplementing can uh, neutralize the other medications which can cause further health damage for you so well that's something with birth control even taking certain um i think it was literally like b vitamins Mm -hmm. yeah that can make it stop saint john's wort stops it like Mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch of things that they really have to and that's one thing i didn't touch on is herbs um because again herbs are more likely to interact with With medication medication. yeah and that's why i'm promoting whole food sources because they don't affect it as much but you are still getting that support is once you supplement and then i find a lot of herbal therapies where they can be so beneficial you do need to talk to a master herbalist um and to make sure that you're dosing them right yeah Definitely. So St. John's Wort is one of those things that has been proven to help with depression. But the dosage, it can be so messy with your brain yeah. um, that I can't speak on that. I haven't studied herbalism enough to yeah. start promoting that. Um, but just overarching themes of nutritional support um, to help make your brain happy again. Yay. That's the goal. That's what we like. Um, yeah. So now we're going to just kind of do a segment um would you rather segment because would you rather was kind of fun the last time we yeah. did it so and we got feedback that people liked it so we'll do that mm-hmm. even though none of you guys replied to my story rude fake friends tisk tisk i know <laughs> <laughs> jk jk i love you okay um i lost my do you want to start do you want me to start uh i gotta find where i put it Ooh. Ooh, these are bad. Oh, one of you won. Hmm? Did you click the link that I put on uh-huh. there? Yeah. I did. There's some good ones. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> just us. Ooh, wow. No, that one's crazy. Just not sharing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll start. Okay. Would you rather go without shampoo for the rest of your life or toothpaste? Um, Toothpaste because you can just use baking soda. Okay. And I I need to wash my And charcoal. Hair. Yeah. Yep. I regret that. I, yeah. I regret that. I, I regret that. I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. Okay. Um, okay. 
Uh, would you rather be a high school teacher or a clown? High school teacher. Yeah, I do not. Clown gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, I'm not the honky nose type. I'm more of the... <laughs> i'm more of like the cool high school psychology teacher type yeah i'd like to teach math of course you would (laughs) who the fuck it's because i helped all my friends through high school math who wants to teach math me because i want to teach specifically grade 10 math because my mom got me the wrong textbook in grade 8 she got me the grade 10 textbook so i did grade 10 math grades 8 9 10 and then first year university I almost failed grade 10 math. I was like, I could have helped you. <laughs> no, I'm like the, like, find me teaching like a nutrition program or a psychology or both. Well, I like math because it feels easy to mark because there's a right answer and there's a wrong answer. It's not like English where you have to like look for the subtext and like, I don't know. I like it's the general. Hard. Did you, are you creative? Did you follow within the guideline? Did oh. you hit all the main points? No, I'm like, did you get X equals seven? No, wrong. <laughs> As someone who spent a lot of time marking growing up, I can get it. It's easy to mark. Like my mom yeah. got me to do marking for her. It was um, like, here's the answer sheet. Yes or no. Yeah. I couldn't mark like the English yeah. things or whatnot. So I was ma- marking math and science and whatnot. But I guess, our... yeah, English was my weakness. Oh, I so. know. I thrived. Yeah. English AP. I was able to BS my way through that class. No, not me. Um. Ooh, would you rather have to write everything you say out by hand or only be able to speak in rhymes? Only be able to speak in rhymes. <laughs> oh my goodness. The amount of times I talk. Literally. Whew, my hand muscles. <laughs> oh my gosh. It'd just be swole. <laughs> um, Okay um do to do would you rather be able to control animals or be able to see into the future see into the future i know yours is animals because you hate the future yeah i'm like <laughs> I, I don't know it. that's it i don't know that i could like see into the future would, and not just like panic it would yeah it would raise your anxiety yeah <laughs> <laughs> i already know your answer don't even give me that face of thinking <laughs> deep thought would you rather listen to an annoying laugh for a whole day or get tickled for one hour annoying laugh do not tickle me <laughs> i'm not responsible for your injuries <laughs> if you tickle me i hate it because it's just it's a very specific like fear of i can't get you to stop mm. tickling me and that freaks me out i'm like no and i don't like this i think i'm the same way i think tickling just hurts after a while yeah it's just not fun oh um oh would you rather take care of the beast from beauty and the beast for the rest of your life or have gaston as your boyfriend oh take care of the beast yeah right i would probably murder gaston such an easy question oh you drive me insane there's no way pompous asshole there's no way (laughs) me with gaston that would be a recipe for an abusive relationship yeah well he's an he's an abuser (laughs) like yeah it would be abusive whatever would you rather have your only mode of transportation be a donkey or a giraffe? That's tough. Giraffe. Having owned a donkey, I'm going to have to go with giraffe. <laughs> giraffe would be fun. <laughs> but I feel like the saddle would be weird because their back is so sloped. Yeah, but donkey, you know? I might as well walk. My feet will probably touch the ground. And they're so lazy. I hate, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Oh, would you rather be reincarnated as a sea creature or an airborne creature? Ooh. Probably a sea. Yeah. I think it's more to explore. It'd probably be a whale. It'd be a whale. And people just tend to leave whales alone. That's pretty true. I think I would go mm-hmm. almost air. Why is that? I don't know. It just seems fun. I can see that. I don't know, though. That's tricky. But I'm feeling air for no reason other than that's what I feel. <laughs> actually, if, actually, if I got the choice to be reincarnated into what kind of sea creature, I'd be in, like, one of those sea creatures that live in, like, the unknown parts of the sea. With the little light? I mean, maybe not and quite. The- I think it'd be something a little scary. <laughs> That's gotta be a visual. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> well, that way you can just they totally like be like left Kronk. alone and you can just like chill. Yeah. Kronk? Grog. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, that's funny. Funny. Um, Would you rather have a pet tiger or a pet lion? I just read that one. And I skipped over it because it's too hard. Um, a lion. Tiger. Why? I want a tiger. I don't know. I like their paws. Okay. And their fair. stripes. Um, would you rather oh, live in reality for the rest of your life or be in the Matrix for the rest of your life? Reality. I don't know what the Matrix is. It's like a digital perception of... Okay, I mean, then definitely you, reality. I've never seen like You can live in like a real, so to speak, but it's like kind of like know. the metaverse. That makes sense. Yikes. No, thank you. <laughs> Would you rather get your wisdom teeth pulled or your butt cheeks pierced? Um, I mean, I just got my wisdom tooth pulled and honestly, I'd rather get my butt cheeks pierced. <laughs> Even though I've had them pulled. It was not fun. I know, it wasn't fun, but... Because the piercing so, heal. But it's just so weird. You can't sit down. I guess so. And like the, the, the risk of infection, I'd rather just do the wisdom Would tooth again. Would you get like a stud or a hoop? <laughs> It would be more like a an implant. Oh, I guess so. A girl came into the coffee shop, but she had an implant right on her forehead. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to ask her how it worked. Because I do not understand. It's an L, L-shaped hooked. Oh, really? Hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when they reject, um, it kind of rips through your skin like that way. Oh my gosh, really? So you have to be careful with it if your body rejects it. Yikes, that's very scary. Yep. Okay. Would you rather have five half-sized clones of yourself or one full-size clone of yourself? <laughs> I think full-size. Would you reasonable. rather have a twin or minions? <laughs> when you put it like that, minions. I'm going to go half-size. Another full-size me would be scary. That would be a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> mac and mac and jubes. <laughs> Mac juice. <laughs> yeah, literally. We're like, oh. No, I want a big one. <laughs> um, would you rather have a hook for a hand or a peg for a leg? Peg leg. Yeah, it just feels easier. I like my hands. I I like the I do too much detail. Like the dexterity of yeah. two hands. Um. <clears throat> ooh. Would you rather be trapped in a rom-com with your enemies or trapped in a horror movie with your friends? <gasps> a rom-com. No, a horror movie. Oh my gosh, no. I love Screamfest. I'd be the one first one to die. It's not fair. I would not. 
And I don't know who my enemies are. Hmm. So. But you wanted to be, like, in a rom-com? I guess I was, like. I, I tend to. Th- I like romantic and funny mm. better than I like scary. I love scary. No, thank you. I mean, actually, so, yeah. Especially if it's scary directly to me. When you break it down, like, being in, like, a Saw episode, my friends, wouldn't be really fun. It'd be really just mentally well, distraught. Because, yeah. But being in, like, a quiet place with my friends could be a little more fun. But I think it's, like, are you going to watch your friends die then? Pretty much. Like, that's not fun. But same, it's also not fun to be trapped in, like, a lovey-dovey rainbows and butterflies with people you can't stand. I guess so. Like, that would make me go into psychosis. I guess so. I think I still keep my answer. Okay. Because I can pretend I don't have any enemies. We'll do one more. <laughs> I can just live in delusion. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do one more each, I think, and okay. then we'll wrap it up. Um, hmm. Okay. Would you rather be in an elevator full of noisy high school students or an elevator full of judgmental middle-aged men? Judgmental middle-aged men. I'm not scared of them. That's true. Teenagers are so scary. <laughs> They're so loud. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Like, they'll just, like, they'll be quiet. The air the air will be tension, but it won't be yeah. obnoxious. It'll be uncomfortable. And but they're it- not going to do anything stupid if you're stuck in an elevator. That's true. Teenagers are going to do something, you're like, oh, let's all jump at the same time, and suddenly you're in That's the basement. That's a true fact. <laughs> <laughs> you swayed me. Middle-aged like, men. Holy fuck. <laughs> lose it. Think for a moment. <laughs> Um, would you rather be able to time travel within a certain range or be able to freeze time? Oh, I'd like to time travel. I think I would freeze time. But how does that work? Like, is it like the movie click or whatever? Yeah. Where everyone else freezes, but you. Yeah give myself some more time to just do things oh that's true because i always say i don't have enough there's only 24 hours in a day and i don't have enough time if i could just pause it and just accomplish all my tasks but if you could just travel back in time knowing what you need to do at the beginning i have to relive it at the normal speed though yeah but you already know what you need to do so there's less stress of like figuring out what you need to do you come in fully equipped i also feel like going back and forth in time though is kind of like daylight savings it's just gonna mess with you more if you're able to just be like, nope, pause. I guess so. I need a nap. I'm going to take a nap for an hour. Everything's going to pause. It's still going to be 1230 by the time I wake up. And I can continue hmm. on with my day. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. My <laughs> answer is still time travel, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning is, in. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry yeah. I interrupted you again. No, we I'm wasn't. so bad for that. <laughs> we have this issue we've been noticing we talk over each other quite a bit and not in like a rude way just in a we both have something to say well it's that like i know what michaela's saying but i know that my mic's gonna pick up what i'm saying so i can say what i'm thinking and it'll just come through my mic yeah but then i forget that there's video and people will see that my mouth is moving so if i just like cut my audio it's just weird (laughs) (laughs) uh well i am mac joy and i'm it's jubes 
And we are Sometimes Shabbat Slaps on TikTok, Instagram. Our website is SometimesShabbatSlaps.com, where we do have all of our audio and video links there. Our YouTube is Sometimes Shabbat Slaps. Yep. Um, Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, rate, review on whatever mode you are listening. Anything you use, yep. Yep. It helps us big time. It bumps us up on the search bar. Yep, later words. and even if you hate us just like give us some love and then go on your way right no need to hold yeah. on to that spike if you don't like what we li- what we talk about just don't listen yeah but you easy, know easy lemon squeezies save yourself some energy while you're here you might as well just give us a little five star and a little bit of a <laughs> exactly. like exactly just give quick, us a thumbs up quick little sneaky like that'd be fantastic <laughs> <laughs> i'm here for the sneaky likes not the sneaky links <laughs> awesome and yeah that's it for seasonal affective disorder if you have any um episode ideas that you want to hear from us um we do have a forum on our website that you can uh communicate to us yeah or if you have any like comments about what we've talked about or if you have any like um shoot like addition mm-hmm. kind of anything we missed yeah or if we got something wrong let mm-hmm. us know we can kind of fix that mm-hmm. i think that's where i'm going with that sounds good all right well thank awesome. you have a great day have a great life <laughs> bye bye <laughs>